0: You're listening to My Sister Says with Amy, Erin, and Carly. It's just something to listen to. This is episode two.
1: Hello, everyone. Today we're going to be talking about personalities. We'll be talking about different personality tests, how we approach the results from such things, and how much does your personality change over time. But first, we'll start off with our weekly segment of what we're into. Carly, why don't you share with us first this week? Okay,
0: what I'm into this week is another podcast that I've been listening to for a couple months now, I guess, and it's called The Popcast. And it's just a fun, light podcast about pop culture. It's these two hosts, and called Knox. Their names are Knox and Jamie, and they take a, some sort of topic about pop culture and discuss their thoughts on it. And they usually have something like they call it a Mount Everest. And so they list their top five things concerning that topic.
1: And It's funny. Then they have. So does, go ahead. I was just gonna ask, what does this cover? Like, like TV shows and movies and music. Are there more things involved? Um, less things involved? I yes. They cover
0: <laughs> They cover movies and TV and music and just like stories and pop do they culture. They talk about like hmm. um like trending stuff. You know, like you'll see trending they, things on Facebook or something. Um not that no, I don't think so. But they do do some special episodes where like after the Emmys, they recap the Emmys or like recap Award shows, mainly. Mm. Talk about them. Like, this past week, their topic was best fictional duos. And they talk about their favorite duos in TV movies or books Mm -hmm. or in real life sometimes. That sounds like a good one to start with. It is. They actually, on their website, noxandjamie.com... They have a starter pack where they hmm. have episodes that they think people should start, lis- start with to listen to. That's handy. That's handy. Liz. <gasps> is. <laughs> We're also <And> Sitting there. <laughs> <similar
1: things. laughs> so... If if you're, like, a person who doesn't necessarily keep up on a lot of pop culture, like don't mm-hmm. get to watch a lot of TV shows or especially movies or something like that, mm-hmm. would okay. you be lost watching, <laughs> like me? <laughs> would you be lost listening to a show like this? Or would you be um, better informed and able to talk to people about things rather than being like, I don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about? Right.
0: Um, I think... You'd be better informed for the most part. I think some parts you might be like, what are they talking about? But, yeah, I think for the most part you would know, you would learn a little bit more about what's going on from this podcast. Yeah, and you can at least bring up in conversations, like somebody starts talking about one of the TV shows, you can say, oh, well, I, I heard about that on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, another one they had, they have these, they have some that they use kind of similar topics, like, a couple of weeks ago they had the nose of fall, so they talk about their least favorite things about fall in pop, well, not necessarily in pop culture, but just in, like, I guess what's trending, fall things mm. that trend, and they have, like, like pumpkin spice oh, lattes. Exactly. Pumpkin spice lattes yeah. and... Jumping in the leaves and having fall photo shoots and stuff. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Those are some of the examples. And they have, like, the nose of Christmas, the nose of Thanksgiving. So they have, Hmm. like, kind of series of things sometimes they bring Hmm. up. And it's new every Wednesday. They have a new episode. And they're each about, like, an hour long. So... Mm. It's pretty fun, and then at the end of every show, they have red lights and green lights. So it's their least favorite thing of the week and their favorite things of the week, which sometimes are pretty good recommendations for things like books and movies and TVs shows. Nice. So it's just fun, lighthearted stuff.
1: Sounds like I forget a good what their, one for my
0: is. Their catchphrase is like. Every, everything you need to know about things that don't matter, or something mm-hmm. like that. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. So that's what I'm into. <laughs> wow, cool. Uh, who's next,
1: Aaron? What are you into?
0: I'll I'll go next. Aaron. Well, you guys, I haven't really been like strongly into anything lately. <laughs> yeah. But I picked something that I think about a lot that I need to do, and i 've done like twice <laughs> <laughs> um, overnight oats as a breakfast mm-hmm. food. you guys have heard of this I'm sure you have because it. you guys yes. are a lot more involved in like food planning and stuff than I am um, mm, i'm really good. bad at planning food and meals um I want something really easy that takes like five minutes to do. So, I was looking for breakfast foods. It's really hard to wake up in the morning um, and have time to make something. I love eggs. I love good, like, hearty breakfast, but don't have time to make that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been thinking about trying to do an overnight oats schedule you can make like five at a time and just stick them in your fridge and each morning you just wake up Mm. and you eat them Mm. what you do is you put some oats (laughs) like oatmeal oats into just like a plastic container or something you put some milk of your choice in there i usually get almond milk um and then you put in some stuff that flavors it and I made one a while ago didn't make all of them at the same time I don't know why I didn't um, but, <laughs> but I, it was a, an almond butter and jelly one mm. so you mm. put almond butter, scoop of almond butter scoop of jelly in there you mix it all up and it was pretty good I'd have to recommend yep. that one. Um also I've had kinds with um almond butter again and like shaved um almonds and coconut shavings and chocolate nibs. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. pretty good. But that one already for me I'm like that's too many ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much work. <laughs> But <laughs> seriously this should only be like a five minute project, um every week. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping to get that rolling. Um planning on trying to do um, that on Sunday night so I can have it ready for my week at work. Look smart. Good for you. I've tried uh I think I've tried overnight oats. I've also tried uh chia pudding. Mm. Oh yeah. Have you ever had that? Mm-hmm. That was alright. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little different. I've had than normal stuff. There's something that I order at work sometimes that it's like a chia pudding, but it's pretty like thick, chocolatey, Mm. and it's got Mm. like pomegranate, Mm. chia seeds, or something, and it's super good. And every Mm. time it's on the list of things to order when I'm ordering food, I'm like, ooh, I gotta get that. Yeah, chia pudding's like even easier than overnight oats, in my opinion. because What do you do? It's just chia, I think it's just chia seeds and almond milk. And you put them in the fridge and it gets thick. Oh. Overnight. And then you can add jellies mm. and stuff to it. Maybe I should try that. Oh, and I do want to say for anybody listening that um, overnight oats is meant to be eaten cold.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been meaning meaning to try that at some point because Charlie likes to have oatmeal for breakfast in the mornings and I I keep meaning to (laughs) maybe try the overnight oats my main question was if you can make multiple at a time and keep them overnight for multiple nights like do a week's worth so good to know that you can do that I might have to try that sometime yeah because that would help Mm. Right. yeah
0: that's better than me. I usually just grab a granola bar in the mornings. I mean, I haven't really implemented this yet. <laughs> 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 granola bars are a lot better than what I usually do. I spend too much money. Oops. So. Mm. Um. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time to get anything in the mornings or make anything because I don't
1: wake up early enough. Well, that's a good one. All right, Amy. Ma- I'm into... Mine is also a food. Mine's more of a snack item. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently discovered... This might not be anything new. I have no idea. But I've been getting Holy Guacamole mm-hmm. from the grocery store. It's just like a brand of guacamole. But I got like... They make these little like individual size packs. Oh. You can buy a box of little individual packs of guacamole. Mm. And they're, they're just the right size for, like, a serving of chips. And I like it because... Well, I like guacamole, but it's always difficult to make your own. Yeah. Well, it's not really difficult to make, but it's difficult to find the avocados at the right time of ripeness. Oh, yeah. I usually get avocados, and they aren't ready yet, and then I wait a little while, and then they're bad. Yeah. And I never get the guacamole. So these are like in these little packets they're airtight containers so like a a box will last in your fridge for like a month oh that's nice and since it's only an individual thing then you eat the whole thing right then you don't have to like save it or anything like that that's so great. it makes having guacamole a lot more convenient yeah i'm so into this idea. idea it's really good yeah yeah and it's, uh, the holy guacamole is, like, it's mostly, like, natural ingredients. It's just, like, avocado and lime juice and some garlic and, uh, onion seasoning or something like that. Like, it doesn't have a lot of crazy stuff going on. That's nice. And it, it's pretty, pretty healthy in terms of snack foods go, yeah. so. How many
0: I always eat way too much guacamole, so I could use that. Mm, that's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: How many packs do you get in a,
1: in a... Thing in a yeah. box I think it's like Either six or eight Something that's like pretty that good Yeah hmm. So Nice So yeah I've been doing that a lot lately For a snack So that's what I'm into Cool i have to check that out Yeah Alright well Are we ready for our Conversation Diving deep into our souls Oh, I, don't I don't know. Remember. I'm ready, you guys. I'm gonna <laughs> get angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for everyone listening, we decided it would be fun to do um, to talk about our personalities, and there are lots of personality tests things out there that you can take. I think we're gonna focus mainly on the Myers-Briggs personality test today and our results from that and we also have all taken the strengths finder test by the gallup institute or something yeah i think think. that's right so we'll talk about that a little bit too so um i guess do we need to give a background for the myers-briggs what it is most people have heard of it it's pretty... It's like the most ubiquitous popular personality yeah, look colors. it up. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Google it. But basically, there are 16 different types. You get... Your, your personality is a combination of four different letters. And um,
0: oh, I think yeah. we all
1: took the test at 16personalities.com. So if you're listening, you can go to that website. And they have a pretty quick and easy test to take that'll give you the results. I don't recommend that version Aaron doesn't like that version. What do you like?
0: Um, Did you take
1: it from somewhere else? It's
0: on humanmetrics. dot com. I think it's dot com. Uh-huh. Um, but that's the one that I was first introduced to it in psychology class, and it's still up there. And I feel like that one gives better results.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so human metrics.
0: Yeah, and I would recommend that my sisters take that version of the test.
1: How long is it?
0: Is it long? I think it's longer than the one on 16 personalities, but I think it's like 60 questions or something. Okay. I mean, it's not bad. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, Aaron, would you like to explain to everyone why you don't think that our <laughs> test results were really good? Okay, so I have taken—I love this test. I used
0: to be, like, obsessed with it. Um, We had a whole thing in our family where we did it a couple of years ago, where we were all just, like, talking about our personalities into the wee hours of the morning. Um, And I've taken this test in multiple places, like, different websites, at least, like, five times. Just to see if my personality is changing It never changes I have always been an INFP Always And now My sisters take this test On 16 personalities (laughs) And they both got INFP too I don't think so We are not the same (laughs) And they did not get that before Because I remember We were all different before yeah. So I guess this mm-hmm. really brings up the question, do personalities change over time? And also, mm-hmm. are personality tests flawed? <laughs> yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. But, um... So, um... You go ahead. So Okay, so... Aaron, what do you, what is it about the INFP that you feel like most describes your personality? Like, what is it about it that you really identify with as an INFP?
0: It's mainly just about people being stuck in their heads and dreaming all day, which is like, you know, I consider it a problem in my life, <laughs> but... <laughs> It's an idealist personality type. It's also, you know, I mean, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. It's a mediator type personality, which um, I do feel like I have a really strong um, tendency towards looking on both sides of every situation and trying to bring up counterpoints to certain points that people come up with. Um, Just everything that it is, I guess we should talk about what the actual, like, types what the letters stand for. So the first letter you can either be an I or an E, that's for introverted and extroverted. Um the second letter mm-hmm. you can either be in it's intuitive or S.
1: sensing. Mm-hmm. Sensing. Mm-hmm.
0: Um and uh the third letter is feeling or thinking. And the last letter—that's this—is another thing that confused me about this 16 personalities test. Is um, it was always INFP, IN, I, yes. It's perceiving or judging. Yeah. At the end, perceiving yeah. or judging, and this one said prospecting. And I don't even yeah. know what the other yeah. one. Yeah.
1: I think it's still judging. With the 16 personalities. But yeah, they use a different word for the P
0: um, So Yeah, I've always just really felt like it was uh, Described my personality well Made me feel a little bit better Like there are other people out there Who have the same personality But I don't want them to be my sisters <laughs>
1: <laughs> <sighs> Okay So um, Well Since Carly and I both got INFPs, Carly, do you feel like there's anything in the INFP that you really identify with, or was there anything that you thought was maybe not quite you? Well, first time I ever took
0: this test, I was a ISFP. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I had expected to get that same result, because I think I had taken it a few times In the past. But then, recently, I took another one of these quizzes, like, a couple months ago. And then I was an INFP again. Or I was an INFP for that one. And then I got INFP again for this one. So I don't know whether my personality has changed slightly. Or if these tests just aren't... It's just not the same test Mm -hmm. that I took. Um... INFP I'm trying to think of what the difference Between intuitive and sensing would be Is that how you kind of take in the world? Yeah, sensing is more um, Concrete So you take in things from your senses Rather than like a feeling inside of you Intuitive Yeah I still feel like Sensing is more of how I would perceive the world Because sometimes I think I miss things That other people don't But then again, I also Sometimes I don't miss things that other people do miss So, like, you know, unspoken things Mm -hmm. Yeah Mm. You know Yeah So, I don't know. I don't know how easy that is to judge, because how much of your intuition is influenced by your senses? Yeah. You know? You have to take in things in order. I guess it's just a different way to process it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, the way I've heard it um, kind of described is... Like, the this, the sensing or intuition is... It is, like, how you take in information. Like, how how mm. things from the outside world come into your own brain. And then, um, like, when it comes to, like, the thinking and the feeling, that's more of how you make decisions. And I think the, mm-hmm. the P and the J also kind of influences, like, decision-making sort of stuff. Whereas the I... And the in are more how you how you perceive and interact with the things coming at you. Right, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I don't. You're still kind of on the fence,
0: which I would identify. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like. Sometimes I I take in things and I'm like, oh, this is how it is because this is how it looks or, Mm -hmm. you know, feels or whatever. But then again, I also can have that same thought. But then I'm like, but what if it's not really? What if blah, blah, blah? It's something different. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe it's where that. The same test had, like, the assertive and turbulent thing, although I don't know if that relates to that kind of
1: Yeah, the assertive and turbulent letter is something that I've only ever seen with the 16 personalities. I'm not really sure what that is exactly. It's something different.
0: I'm not either, but I got 88% turbulent, which I thought was probably pretty (laughs) accurate, too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm more turbulent. Not that turbulent, though.
1: Yeah. Well, I also got the INFP. And I... Well, we can maybe get into the, the, the topic of... One of the things we wanted to talk about was, like, is personality constant or does it change? And I have opinions about this because... I've, I've taken this test several times, too, and read a lot about it and think it's very interesting. And when I first took the test, um, when I was younger, I would often get the INTJ type. Oh, yeah. And... um and I, I was okay with that. And I would read about things, and I think like, oh yeah, that kind of sounds like me. But then there were other parts about it that I would read and think, well, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like how I do things or what I do. Or because INTJs tend to be very um, decisive people, and they tend to, um, they. You kind of hear them described as like the experts or the thinkers or the whatever I don't know what their different words to describe them but they tend to be people who you know do a lot of research and do a lot of thinking about decisions and they come to their decisions and they're like action takers and they get it done and that part of things did not sound like yeah. me at all so um hmm. and they tend to kind of brush off anybody who thinks that anything is different because they know that they've put in the time and the work to come up with the best decision and um and so I read about these things and I'm like well that doesn't seem quite right and so I kept reading about things and then I started learning about the INTP and that sounded a lot more like me a person who's very interested in ideas and um, theory and likes to come up with systems but because of the P there at the end um, the P tends to mean that you're a little less a little less decisive you're more likely to kind of change your mind and want to keep your options open and um, I don't know tend to be a bit more wishy-washy, perhaps. But that sounded a a lot more like me. I tend to come up with all sorts of ideas, but don't necessarily have the follow-through with things. I have difficulty sticking to schedules, and Mm -hmm. um, at least schedules that I have come up with myself. Um, And then... But then there were still some things that just didn't seem quite right. And so I kept reading, and it's only been recently, really, that I've landed on this INFP. Um, and I realize it's because, like, I like to have information, I like to think about things, I like ideas and all that sort of thing. But when it comes to actually making decisions, I am more guided by my feelings. Like when it comes to the time to decide okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, my feeling mm-hmm. about something can trump what seems to be the most logical or what has the most reason behind it. And okay. um, so the question is have I actually changed? Have I just And I think I think in some ways I have. I think being a mother has made me a lot more in tune with my like mother's intuition sort of things and I tend to think a lot more about how how I feel about something than maybe I did before. It's like Mm -hmm. when making a parenting decision, it's really important to me that it feels right. Like if if something about it just feels wrong or I don't feel good about it, even if it has a lot of good reasons behind it, I'm not going to do it. You know, it has to feel right to me. Mm -hmm. I don't always have good reasons for why it feels right. It's just this just seems like the right thing to do. I'm a mother. I should know, you know. Um... (laughs) So I think in that way, I've kind of changed a little. I've become more in touch and more um, accepting of the value of feelings than maybe I used to be.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But in some ways, I think I've also just grown to know myself a little bit better than I used to. Yeah, mm. yeah. Especially regarding <laughs> like where I used to test as the INTJ with the J in there. Um mm-hmm. I think a lot of I think a lot of me felt like I should be a J. And I think I f- have a lot of I feel a lot of responsibility to live up to other people's expectations of me. And a J is a person who gets things mm-hmm. done. Um but I realized, as an adult, as I have fewer people who have expectations of me, um, that I'm not actually that good at like following through on my own ideas and that kind of thing. It's only if someone else is out there being like, hey, "You need to do this right now," that I will actually yeah. follow through. So that's kind. Of, so that's one of the ways that I think I've just rec- learned to recognize my own personality more than external expectations. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Well, I was hoping I that, that I would get something different than I've gotten before because I feel like I've changed since <laughs> I took this test. I was like, oh, surely but by now I'll be something a little more concrete than an mm-hmm. INFP. And an INFP is like the most like floating in the sky type personality. Yeah. And i like, I really feel like I have changed since then, but I still got yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I was just reading about the ISFP personality type. And this is a thing that I never related to. this first paragraph about it, it says that um, they use aesthetics, design, and even their choices and actions to push the limits of social convention, and they they enjoy upsetting traditional expectations with experiments in beauty and behavior. That just doesn't sound like me Yeah Really No I'm not someone who like <laughs> Likes to go against convention just to prove a point I'm like Nah that's yeah. too much That's too much stuff going on. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about Trying to Upset mm. conventions Yeah You know I guess I am more of a, like a peaceful. I always want people to be happy <laughs> rather than <laughs> create some sort of controversy, which is more of like an INFP yeah, than an ISFP.
1: True. I know one of the things, that the one of the descriptors for the INFP that I could really relate to it talks about how mediators can lose themselves in their quest for good and neglect the day to day upkeep that life demands. Um, they often drift into deep thought, enjoying contemplating the hypothetical and philosophical more than any other personality oh, type. Yeah, man. And I find that um, I have a tendency to be much more interested in pursuing whatever idea. Whatever my latest idea is that I've come up with for self-improvement mm-hmm. or making, making some creative thing or what have you. More than I really care to keep up with like doing the dishes or all of the, the day-to-day things that I really should be keeping up with better. And um, it's yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult for me to, to keep a good attitude about all of these day-to-day things that need to be done. Because I feel like they're really just more of a distraction from the stuff that I want to be spending my time on. Um, and so that's that's a thing that I struggle with. For real. right, that is so true. <laughs> yeah. I would much rather just... Me too. Yeah. Whereas... <laughs> um, like one one of one of the things I wanted to discuss was like how do you all feel? How important do you feel personality tests are? Like, are they just for fun, or do you feel like they can be really helpful? Um, what's the yeah, value? Yeah, I think
0: they can be. I think you take what good you can out of them, but, like, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be taken that seriously. Mm-hmm. I think they're, like, a little more legit than, like, you know, uh, astrology in the newspaper, right? <laughs> you, know, like, yeah. you read it, and you get some insight, and then you're like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they yeah. should be taken too much to heart. Although like I, there was a time when I was really into this test. Like I, I just really enjoyed learning about all of the different ways that people can be categorized, Mm -hmm. but I don't fully think that people should be categorized. (laughs) I think that's a pretty small minded way to look at the world. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think in some ways they can be kind of validating if you have like certain things that you, you think are wrong with your personality in some way, but then you can read about that and maybe find some sort of yeah. positive in it. Yeah. You know, and be like, Oh, I'm not the only one who struggles with <laughs> social interactions. Yeah. Right. Like that. <laughs> That's just mm-hmm. part of my personality. So, but then they shouldn't, they should also not be like a definitive thing. You shouldn't, I don't know. Be like, oh, this is this, my personality is this way. So that's why I'm like, yeah, this. right. Mean, don't use it right. as an
1: excuse. That's a good point. You know, I feel like I've found it most useful when in relationships with other people. Like, it's really interesting to talk to my husband about this stuff and like mm-hmm. what he is and what I am and where we're different and where we're the same. Cause I feel like it kind of gives us a common yeah. language to discuss things about our personality that are different and the ways that we kind of approach mm-hmm. things differently, which can be pretty mm-hmm. helpful when you're trying to live a life together and like run a household and parent together, <laughs> you know, like there are all these just day to day things that we're having to do in sync and um but we have some pretty big differences in our personalities so it's kind of nice to have these things that we can talk about and be like well you are doing it this way because this is how you perceive the world or this is how you make your decisions these are the processes you go through but these are the ways that i go through them and this is why we're having this Mm -hmm. kind of uh disagreement or this is why we're not really seeing this thing the same way and um, so I feel like that can be really interesting if you're really having to like work with someone in partnership so it could be in a marriage or it could be at work Mm -hmm. or just any sort of thing where you're having to coordinate your actions with somebody else I think it can be kind of a good thing to look at just to see like okay so you are a person who um, you know Like, for example, I'm an N, the intuitive type, and Chris is an S, the sensing type. Mm -hmm. And um, so he is Mm -hmm. much more likely to notice things like the trash needs to be taken out or, um, you know, that the laundry is overflowing or, you know, he's much more likely to notice those sorts of concrete details in our home. And he notices them before I do. Mm-hmm. And so he's always the one who is pointing out that they need to be done. And um, and if you mm-hmm. and for me, because I'm an intuitive type, I tend to take things a lot more personally and read into things. So I hear him say, the trash needs to be taken <laughs> out. And he's just making an observation. <laughs> and I'm hearing, why haven't you taken the trash out yet? <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> or something like that. And, um, yeah. <laughs> And so that's one of those things that we've had to learn. Like, I've had to learn that he's just making observations about things because he can't help but notice what is going on around him. Whereas, easy for me to just like, I mean, I might notice it, but then something else goes on, and I'm just it. like, whatever. So, um, so he's just making an observation, hey, yeah, and I am like <laughs> assigning all of this meaning to it that it really doesn't have. I was going to say,
0: there have been so many times in my life where, like, there's something that I've seen with my eyes and I can recall that later. (laughs) And somebody will say, Oh, didn't you notice this? And I'm like, You know, I did (laughs) notice that, but it made no impact on me at all. Yeah. I have those moments. I've had those moments too. Yeah. I also think I read too much into certain things that people say Mm -hmm. like what Amy's saying oh yeah I think I do that a lot I do that I'm like what do they mean by that they're not really saying what they mean
1: (laughs) yeah so that there I think is the big difference between the intuitive and the sensing it's like the intuitive types are always trying Mm. to assign meaning to something whereas the sensing are really just yeah noticing the concrete detail
0: and maybe even
1: often trying to Mm -hmm. problem solve or something like that whereas we're just like, oh what does that mean? What (laughs) what does that mean? (laughs) What kind of a person (laughs) am I? You know Yeah.
0: (laughs) Do we want to talk about our uh, our strengths finder tests? Sure That yeah, we took Sure I don't remember what most of my things mean though
1: <laughs> Yeah Yeah the strength really. there <laughs> Has a lot of uh, strange names for things It seems like you really yeah. have to read yeah. Read the, the description of each of them I don't know Of the ones that you, un- that you can remember what it means What do you feel What are some of your top strengths? Erin?
0: Um my my top strengths. Ideation was one. Um mm-hmm. that's you know, coming up with ideas mm-hmm. and stuff. I do feel like that is one of my biggest strengths. Yes. Um mm-hmm. I have no clue what restorative means. I don't remember that at <laughs> all. <laughs> um, I think the other one that I felt was Pretty accurate. Was futuristic because I'm often really focused on like what what's ahead of me rather than even more so than the present. Um, so I say those two were the ones that stood out the most to me out of
1: mine. What about you guys? So my my top strengths are learner intellection input futuristic and connectedness. And I think those top three, learner, intellection, and input, are all basically you like to learn about things and think about them.
0: NERD. (sighs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it basically means like reading all of the descriptions. It sounds like you need to sit around and read books all day. And then (laughs) do something with that. I don't know. I haven't really figured out how that translates into like what to do with your life. Yeah, what exactly? I mean, I'm fine with just sitting around and reading books all day. That would be fine. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so those are my my strengths. It was kind of interesting. I was feeling like I was thinking about this in relation to the Myers-Briggs thing and, um, you know, how for a while there I thought I was the INTP. And I think it's because... I do have such strengths in terms of the learning and thinking area. Yeah. yeah, That's not really how I make decisions when it comes down to it. But I definitely like to gather a lot of information mm-hmm. that inform my feelings and yeah. that sort of thing. So, yeah, I feel like I'm a very, uh, I think a lot. You're in your head a lot. About my I, I <laughs> am <a robot. laughs> yeah. yeah So Those were my strengths What were yours Carly? Um Mine were
0: Adaptability Empathy Arranger Individualization And relater.
1: Which I don't know that makes you sound like a much more personable person I know than I, I do. was pretty surprised by that <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know
0: i'm not I'm an introvert, so I'm not very outgoing, but there were certain things that I was like oh yeah that that sounds like me like in relation to like how I relate to people like later, I remember it was like. You want to, re- like, get to know people on a personal level. You're not really into, like, surface-level friendships. You're more into, like... Mm-hmm. Act- like, real friendships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I, yeah. I re- thought was accurate about my personality. Adaptability. I think that's true for the most part about me. It's pretty easy for me to, like... Switch what I'm doing mm-hmm. If it needs to be done Kind of thing um, Empathy I think that was just like You can It's another way of relating to people It was It was different They were like you can understand Where people are coming from But you're not necessarily Going to like um, What's that called What's it called when you enable it and be an enabler, mm-hmm. but you might understand where they're coming yeah. from. And then a ranger is just like, you know how to sort things into more, um, like, uh, I can't think of any words right now, <laughs> which is great for a podcast. Uh-uh. <laughs> 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 it's like a, a more efficient way of doing things. And then I think we, didn't somebody else have individualization? I had that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't yeah. list all of mine. But oh, restorative individualization and deliberative were my other ones. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember what was individualization about. I think that was like you. You don't group people into categories, <laughs> which is kind of what we've been talking, talking about doing this whole yeah. talk. <laughs> but rather take everyone as individuals and they have individual oh, yeah traits and characteristics Oh yeah I would say that that's a mm-hmm. yeah something that I do. Mm-hmm. I think restorative I said before that I didn't think I knew what it meant but I think it I think it was something to do with like fixing things like so, problem solving stuff Oh yeah Yeah Mine sound like I should be doing something with people, but I don't know if I want to be doing something
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're planning on having a whole other podcast on introversion, right? We haven't really touched on that at all this yeah. yeah. This time because there's so, so much to talk about.
0: But yeah, that's the strengths finder test.
1: Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Well, and then we. No, go ahead. No, I'm I'm done. (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, next we have the most important personality test of them all: is your Harry Potter house Ah. or your Hogwarts house? Oh yeah, so important. So that tells. What'd you get, Amy? That tells everything. I w- I'm Hufflepuff. Mm. So, Aww. you know. Everybody's, <laughs> like, least favorite one. You'd think you'd, be
0: in, I don't you'd know. be in
1: Ravenclaw with all your, your book learning. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's that's the thing where I think a lot of things come into play mm. in a personality. Yeah. But, like, my... I think I think the F really does play a lot more in who I am and how I interact with people than it might seem at first. Mm-hmm. It's like Hufflepuffs, are, you know, they're loyal. They're gonna yeah. do what's That's true. They think is yeah, right. Yeah,
0: I would say that that part of your personality is stronger than the
1: brainy That's, part. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I was, I was, you know, I read the little thing on, we, we got all these on the Pottermore website for those of you listening, so you can go find your own Hogwarts house. Get sorted. But, um, (laughs) yeah, so the, in like the description of the Hufflepuff house, it did mention that even though they aren't necessarily considered like as, as brave or as brainy as like Gryffindor and Ravenclaw, um, Hufflepuff hasn't produced any dark wizards. <gasps> I didn't know that. Ooh. And the Hufflepuff house, um, they were the ones that stayed during the Battle of Hogwarts there at the end. Oh. Along with the Gryffindors. So, their, 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 uh, their strengths come out in, in different ways. They aren't quite as flashy, but. When you need them most. They're there for you. Those Hufflepuffs. Yeah. Yeah. Come to save so. the day. Yeah, So that's that's mm-hmm. what I am. Right. A um,
0: Carly, you go next, cause I wanna I wanna find the description of my house. <laughs> that's what I was just doing. <laughs> oh wait, I found it. Okay. Um. <laughs> um, so I was surprised by my answer. I'm a Gryffindor, which I have mixed feelings about, cause I don't know. I kind of want to be different. I don't want to be like. Harry, but, you know, fine. <laughs> you don't want to be brave and the hero of the story. <laughs> you like, it's boring. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was in Gryffindor, which everybody knows Harry Potter was in, uh, Professor McGonagall, Dumbledore was in Gryffindor. Um, Let's see what it says about, about Gryffindors. Um, Gryffindor traits, brave, courageous, chivalrous, I'm so chivalrous, <laughs> 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 daring and bold. Is there a more like female version of the word chivalrous? That feels like a very male na- mm. word to me. It has more yeah. male connotations. Maybe not. It does. Yeah. I don't know. It's the world we live yeah, in. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm that brave. <laughs> maybe if I had, maybe if I had to be, which I guess is the whole point of Gryffindor. But I'm not going out searching for danger, like. Neither was Harry. He was a little it's bit. Means he, did he did a little bit. I mean, he didn't have to go after Sirius. He could have in the fifth book. He could have stayed. He could have searched a little more about. Is that real? All right, we're getting we're getting too Sorry. deep. Sorry, <laughs> um, I'm gonna announce my okay. house. Um, I was sorted into Slytherin. <laughs> Which Mm. was Honestly no surprise to me I always thought I would be sorted into Slytherin And then I would just be like a guilty feeling Slytherin (laughs) Um Here's the description of Slytherin. You probably know that some of Slytherin's most renowned members include Severus Snape and Bellatrix Lestrange, but did you know that Merlin himself was a Slytherin? Or that according no. to legend, the ribbon of a first class order of Merlin is green to reflect his Hogwarts house? No.
1: No. I didn't even know Merlin went to Hogwarts. I didn't either. I figured he was before Hogwarts. Let's not question it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm a Slytherin. I always like the color green. It's my favorite color, so yeah. whatever. It's yeah. you. I'm fine being a Slytherin. I can be a good one. Good. Or I, yeah. maybe I'm just inherently evil. And that's fine, too. Yeah, <laughs> might be.
1: Well, it seems like really the defining <laughs> characteristic of Slytherin is more like wanting... Maybe power is the word, or... Mm. To sort of, see, yeah, s- more power seeking and more fame seeking, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of the Slytherins felt like they could get that better through the Dark Arts or whatever. But attention, it's Laurie. not a, attention. It's not a necessary, <laughs> Yeah.
0: That sounds <laughs> like Aaron. <laughs> um, I was really excited about my Patronus, though. So what was yeah, yours? What was yours? A buffalo. Oh, oh.
1: interesting, yeah, right?
0: I was like, that's one of my favorite animals. That's, so yeah. glad, is it really? Yeah, love oh. buffaloes. Oh, they're I so didn't handsome. I know that about you. <laughs> it's like the Beast I'm and the Beast. He was he was drawn after mm. a buffalo. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I guess that makes sense. That's yeah. why he's got big, beautiful it eyes. It makes sense. Mm. And he's got that yeah, furry, I see it. furry back. Now you mention it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 What was your
1: Patronus, Amy? Mine was a chow dog. Mm. Which was just kind like of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I don't really have any any opinions either way about chow dogs I don't think about them they that have often They black tongues
0: so. Oh, I never think about them hmm, Yeah, well. you have a black tongue <laughs> there, there you go if you, Hey, um, here's just like a little piece of information uh, if, you, if you chew chewable Um, Pepto Bismol, and then don't brush your teeth afterwards. Your tongue might turn black.
1: (laughs) Mm, That's disturbing. Happened to me one
0: Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I was really scared for a few minutes. (laughs) Got some sort of disease. Yeah. That's Mm. (laughs) good. Carly, what was yours? I got a greyhound. Oh, you're very fast and courageous. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I I am. All right, like a I don't know emergency person. What (laughs) swift and courageous, like an emergency person,
1: firefighter, police officer, yeah. I associate greyhounds more with, like, athletes. Yeah. You know? I'm not, yeah. I'm not really athletic. Strong and graceful and...
0: You are very thin, though. I am very thin. <laughs> that's
1: true.
0: <laughs> I have the...
1: You're long and lean.
0: Long and lean. I guess that's me. Should we do our internet quiz of the week? Yeah, yeah everybody! It's a new segment! I mean... <laughs> The last segment of the show It's late (laughs) Okay Um, So this is our Internet quiz of the week segment Where we um, Take a random internet quiz Usually from BuzzFeed.com Most likely always From (laughs) BuzzFeed.com And this week We took the quiz We know who you are in your friend group based on your dessert choice.
1: Um, So, Amy, what was your result? Well, first I want to say I thought this was a really fun quiz to take. Yeah, it was. You just got a bunch of pictures of desserts. Pies and cakes. Got to pick your favorite favorite cookie, your favorite pie, your favorite milkshake. So I would recommend it for that reason alone. Um, but mine was The mom So <laughs> I'm a mom they got you. They So I guess that you. makes sense <laughs> The thing I th- Well the thing about this is Like it talks about how I watch over my friends And take care of them and Fuss over them or whatever And I don't necessarily feel like I do that in my friend group Mm-hmm. I mean, I do that with my children because I'm a mom. Yeah. But all my other, all my friends are moms too, and we're all busy just taking care of our own people. We don't, I don't know, I don't feel the need to take care of them that much. So, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I think I mainly got the mom because my dessert choices tend to be more uh, comforting and homey, <laughs> <laughs> like chocolate chip cookies and apple pie. Oh. You know,
0: it's very American too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Aaron, what was your result? Um, well, I wanted to get a different result than you guys. Um Carly, I don't want to spoil yours. Oh, do you want me to go first? By saying this. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll say mine. I got the brutally honest friend is said, you're a straight shooter and your friends can always count on you to tell them the truth. You know all their secrets because they trust you not to gossip. Which, mm, maybe, maybe that's accurate. It seems to be, I mean, I don't really gossip. <laughs> 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 I am, I am more likely to be like, No, that's not... That's not right. Or something like that. I guess. That's good. I don't know. (laughs) This is a BuzzFeed quiz. (laughs) I don't remember what choices I chose. But. That's the result I got. Yeah.
1: So what about you, Erin?
0: So I got the brutally honest friend, and then I got the mom... And I took this quiz, like, a lot of times, and I chose different things every time. And I just took it again while you guys were talking, and I got the comedian. But I chose all things that weren't true. So I guess brutally honest friend based on my so choices. So there were more than just two answers, though right i was i was really starting to think yeah. that there weren't more and then it just became like an yeah. experiment yeah i do that sometimes that's it everybody at home you should take that quiz too we'll put it in our show notes
1: right that's right once we get these things up on a website which the website <laughs> is my sister says dot co that's where you can find all our new episodes all the links to these, mm-hmm. all these quizzes that you can take to learn about yourself. Give us a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you are. Whether it's your Myers-Briggs. Um, if you've taken the, the StrengthsFinder test, you can tell us about that. <laughs> tell us about what kind of friend you are. And uh, if you have any questions or any ideas for topics you'd like to hear us yeah. discuss, then you can you can let us know about that, too. Yeah.
0: Discuss. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we didn't yeah. script the end of this show as, well as we did last time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you made it to the end of this show... Thanks. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> you get a prize. Just kidding. Well, if you comment, then maybe we'll give you a shout out.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Oh.
0: Pick a good handle. If you're a Slytherin like me, you'd like that recognition. Mm, it's true. Hey, hey, uh, true. um, I got one more thing to say about being a Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is in Slytherin. Oh, oh that's it true. is. Live air. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You really belong there. All right. That's, yeah, that's all I had to say. Nice. Good job. All right. Well, we'll talk t- uh, in a week or two soon. Yeah. yeah. About other things. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we hope you'll you'll <laughs>
0: <laughs> We hope you'll listen again. We hope you'll listen to the next one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Alright, bye. Bye. Bye.